Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's back from Wellington. We Ooh. said we were going to do a podcast record while you were in Wellington. Were you going to take your mic? And I was like, you're not yeah, going to take your mic. I No, I don't have a mic. I would have just done it on my phone. You've, you're, have you got a mic? I've got a mic. That you use from home? Yeah. What? Well, yeah, Tim gave me one. That's I don't really cuckoo. know how to use that, but then like, often it makes me more poppy, and so I have to put a sock over it. Yes, I know. Yes, I know that. Oh, wow. You do know that. Yeah. Because we did those I zooms. I should get one. I got a Wellington now. I've done it. I did actually, I've done a couple of like live gigs where other people have used like handheld mics, and they've mm. plugged them into their computer. Computer, I guess, and the oh, sound yeah. quality is amazing. Really? So I'm like, maybe I should invest in that because it would be fun. That Imagine just doing good. all your Insta stories with a microphone in your hands. Yeah, very cute. And then, and also, I bet that's good for those Zoom comedy gigs where you do feel like you're not doing comedy. <laughs> I can't wait for this all to be over. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I think you have that in common with I'm going to say the entire planet. No, but I want it. I want it over more than anyone else. That's so <laughs> not true. <laughs> We're doing fine. We're doing fine. I you just, can sit next to each other on the bus now in New Zealand. Things have gone better. Things have gone better. I just, it's that toing and froing. It's the up and down. I'm just like, yeah. And I and 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 it being tied into like a political year as well. I'm just like, I'm so over like Judith Collins being like, well, if I was a judge, you'd be uh, out a week earlier. And the you're election like, shit is so bullshit. Like, as well. fuck off. Like, it's so dumb to be like. Just promise, like, any, you know, oh, it would be early for if I was in charge. I was like, you, ca- you, you don't can't know. say, you don't know that. You don't know that. You could have done, s- you don't know what you would you have done. You could have royally fucked you it. You could have royally fucked it so bad, considering most world leaders have. <laughs> I know, fuck. I've been listening to, I don't, I don't know, I should shout out another podcast, but I listened to Urgent Care. Have you ever listened to that with Joel oh, yes. Kibbis, Jahari? And I, like, just got into it while I was in If podcasts Wellington. can't shout out other podcasts on their podcast, you know, what's the point? Yeah, well, I'd only listened to a few episodes and now I've, like, gotten to... I think they're in the second or third month of quarantine. Like, it's, oh. I'm really going on the full journey of them finding out and, like, and, and it's crazy. Actually, someone reached out um, to me and because during their quarantine, they've been listening to our podcast and they started from the beginning, which is insane. <gasps> is it someone from Melbourne? To me. No, they live in Christchurch. Oh, Awesome. Maybe, maybe we're adding that. Someone from Melbourne messaged me wow. a couple days ago saying they've been getting through this new lockdown by listening to the Mail Gaze podcast. Gaze. Well, it's interesting because this person was like, I've listened from the beginning. And I was like, that's, that's so strange. And they're like, I've just got up to the bit where Jacinda was elected. Wow. And I was like, wow. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's like a time capsule. Oh, I'm going to go back. I wonder if I said anything of use or of note or. Oh or my God. I don't want anyone to scrub through our archives. It's, I don't think anyone could get through it. Yeah, it's too much. It's too <laughs> much. Would, the only way that someone would scrub through our archives is if we became like, um, this is a real wild pitch, but yeah. like became like basically the heavenly creatures. Like we both like we kill someone, we kill someone, or we kill each other in this weird like yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. We kill someone, or we kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> 
the podcast studio and he was like what wow. went down they're like you've got to listen to the podcast to find out or if we were if we were, either of us become a politician and then they scrub through to pull out the worst thing we've oh, ever said yeah. and ruin in that career I'm I'm into the idea of like that being the, like we should kill each other in order to like what st- no I'm not into the idea <laughs> no, hear me out hear me out <laughs> Like, in order to, like, just boost the podcast. Yeah. That would get us more listeners. Actually, if you, if everyone listening could tell people, tweet, post, Instagram, that we are planning to end this podcast by killing each other, that could give us a lot of buzz. And maybe amazing. a sponsor for the first time in years. I don't know. I feel like people are, in, like, because true crime th- podcasts are huge. Yes. And what better way than, like, if the true crime was, on the podcast. The murderers are Come the on. hosts. And at the start, they do <laughs> not seem like murderers. In fact, it's like for it's about <laughs> 70 episodes. <laughs> Seven. 70. 70. Oh, yeah, yeah. No seeds are planted. It's no just seeds. an idea they come up with. And then it's like the ramp up like at the end of the season. Because like, you, you think you're watching. You're like, God, this is going absolutely nowhere. And then mm. just suddenly, over five episodes, it just... Five episodes over three years, it just ramps up. Scrum. Boom. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. And welcome along to this week's episode of the Male Gaze Podcast. Male Gaze Live. This is going out live. This is going out live. We're on the radio. Um, Here we are in our last week of Level 2.5. We're wearing Mm -hmm. our masks. Actually, our podcast producer, Tim, has got a QR code, which feels like a reach. Uh, It's adorable. It's it's so cute. We we support it. and We support anyone that gets their QR codes, but... um, no, we. It is a business. Yeah, and it would be nice to go through. You know, if anyone does get COVID, you know, we'll go through those. It'll be like, oh, so Eli, Chris, Guy Montgomery, and Tim Bat have been in that room, and no one else. <laughs> and Tim's dog, and Tim's dog, Rufus. Has he, I Rufus, Rufus, didn't, Rufus did not scan in. Did not scan in, and not not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, how did you? How are you feeling about a Euroleague Mills member? I know. How not you, not Takapuna. In fact, I've never been to that one. Yeah. And, you, I, and now I and never will. will. <laughs> how how did you feel about it? Well, that news came out actually that day or the day before I'd been to a Les Mills body balance class because I am a cute. cute. Uh, it's, like, it's good to stretch. It's, it's just stretch a good stretch and balance. Um, and I have been thinking about it. <laughs> I've oh, been due for some corona. I keep is, saying coronavirus. It's so weird that you say that. that I it's know. not... I don't know. I, I think the common flu is a coronavirus. Like, oh, there's dude. so many coronaviruses out I there. I don't know why I started saying it. Throwback to Cardi it's, B's... People um, who say coronavirus also say racist. <laughs> who says racist? I, people say racist, and I don't know why, and it it just does my head in. That is, there's no indication that it, if it was sh, there was ever a sh in it. Yeah, what, but like old people were like, "I'm not a racist guy," and you're like, "The fact that you don't even know that the word is racist, racist. makes me question that." Because the word is race, the root word. That's Why it, would it be racist? I don't know. And I was, uh, no, I won't say that because I'm like adding some good people. But uh, wow, I was in a, I was in a Zoom I was in a Zoom meeting. Yeah, and a man told me that he wants. I was like, one thing he hates is racism, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> that honey sounds like a dessert. <laughs> racism sounds like a dessert, right? I was like a racist topping. I don't know. Wow. How often do you get dessert when you go out for dinner? 
I've embarrassed my, my answer. Yeah. Every time. Really? Yeah, basically. It's wow. the best. It's fun. I mean, I love to spend money on food. Like, it's, I'll blow a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of cash on food. Went um, to El Matador last night in Wellington. Beautiful Argentinian tapas. Oh, yeah, it's fun there. Good it's vibe. Yum. Good, good decor. And, it, and it's always been there. Oh, has it? You know, like it's never, it's never mm. way that, you know. Yeah, yeah, stays true. Wally, uh, Wally, why would you, would you? Would you, would you again? Wally, Wally, why, well, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I did like a so windy last night, though. The oh, weather was... That city is wild. Yeah. Um, but the, it is gorgeous. The weather... The weather Shucks. Yeah. Um, it's also such a funny state as, as well at the moment because um, there's obviously a lot of people who are like, we need to knock down all of these houses and build warm ones. And then yes. there are people who are like, well, it won't look like Wellington anymore. I read that in stuff. Yeah. Well, and the I read the article. The article oh, maybe read the spinoff. Maybe the spinoff article segued into stuff. Like, you know what? I didn't even read either of them. <laughs> Great. I saw the title. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on Twitter and thought, I read that now. Yeah. Which I do with a lot of things. My disease with articles is that I read them until the last two paragraphs. And then yes. for some reason, I just give up. I'm like, I've got it. I'm like that with my book. I still haven't read that finished that book. I was just like, lockdown, yeah. I got through, I've got like 20 pages left. And I'm yeah. like, it's done. Yeah, yeah. What like, more I can it. I learn? And also, you know, actually I was thinking about this. I often turn off a podcast as soon as they plant the idea of like, and I guess that's kind of the well, end. Well, for us, like, that's like 15 minutes. In. I know, exactly. I'm like, like another way to go. Yeah, what if people are still doing that to us? Because actually the best stuff happens right that's the end where after we're going to kill each other. End. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the murder will happen. Yeah, it's in the last like ten and minutes of podcast. You're gonna figure out the weapon. We're gonna be teasing. <laughs> like, I oh, I've got this big rope in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the lights went out. I guess we're gonna have to do this by candlestick. <laughs> where did my? What else is there? Candlestick, lead the lead, lead pipe. pipe. I wish I as a kid I was like brutal. What have you ever seen the film? Knives Out. Clue. Oh. Based on the board game. Have oh. went out into the cinemas with three alternating endings, but then when they put out on video, it shows you all the three endings. Oh. And it's a lot of fun. And Tim Curry plays um, not any of the characters. He plays the butler. But then there's like Reverend Green. This Who are you White. in the Cluedo house? Don't say Miss Scarlet. You're not. <laughs> you're Fuck not. you. You're not. I'm not either. I'm probably... Uh, who is it? Mrs. White. Oh, pretty Colonel Mustard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon you're Reverend Green. I'm fucking not Reverend Green. Reverend Green would be l- truly my last choice. Who's Miss Peacock? I love Miss. Pe- Actually, Miss Peacock. I'm is Miss awesome. Peacock. I remember Miss Peacock. Yeah, she's awesome. Peacock. She's like a teacher or something. I don't know who they. I don't know anything about what they do for They're a job. They're all based on real people. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to it was fun to prank you for a bit. Uh, <laughs> said with more conviction than you have delivered any fact of the game. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh yes, you go on. Fuck yeah! Look at that segue. Like, Ooh, we're like beautiful. it's like we've got tasks and we're ticking, ticking them, off. them off. Okay, and the light. Chris actually brought his iPad as well. Yeah, I'm fifty. Off. I'm fifty. I brought an iPad. Okay, so um, <laughs> we've been talking a little bit about like OnlyFans and porn and stuff on the potty in the past, and like what the kind of what is sort of looking like in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Which, um, by the way, fuck Bella Thorne. Right? Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, and also fuck J.K. Rowling. Um, oh, I don't want to give her any airtime. Oh, she who not she will not be named. She who shall not Apologies. be named. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, so I was like looking at um, whether gay porn films have been made in New Zealand, like mm-hmm. like a proper gay porn f- flick. Yeah. I took it the flick. Um, so it'd be good to see one with your own ex, you know. Mm-hmm. Good to, be good to see a porn with your own accent. Yes, that's right. You want to see your own um, faces and names on screen. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> you want to see your own faces and names. <laughs> I want to see. Oh, a- my <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill this film. 
just grew their fucking in front of Chris Parker like a huge what? neon. What, what happened was I was about to read the fact of the gate on my iPad and an email came in that had like, that looked like a bad email. Oh, yeah. That I didn't want to read and my yeah. heart sunk. And then oh. I was like, right, back to reading this. Uh, I'm really curious to read the email, but I'm going to leave it. So, oh, no. A Kiwi gay film has been made. Um, it was a guy love production from Glitter Films. It says it's a- it's guy love. That's all it is. It's guy <laughs> love. He's man up here's What's JD that? and Turk singing to each other in scrubs <laughs> because of that homophobic running joke. Oh. <laughs> um, and it says it's a there's a sticker on it that says it's a hundred percent Kiwi made. Oh wow, wow, wow! Eli is sanitizing his hands. Yeah, because we're talking about porn, so I just feel a bit clean. And the tagline it's called John, and it is what a crazy name for a porn. Oh my god! I wonder what you were doing. It's so psycho. I love it. Uh, and the tagline is "Lucky in lust, unlucky in love." Lucky in lust, unlucky in love. Oh, that doesn't sound like a porn to me. I've, I kind of was looking around it, and it looked like it was, you know, like um, someone who like produced porn, like kind of was like a female porn maker in New Zealand, Kiwi mm-hmm. film porn producer. Wow. Um, then they dipped their toe in some guy love. Yeah. And um, I've only got one review here, which it's not very positive, and it's from the Bay Area Reporter serving very San Francisco legit. Bay Area. So it's international, wow. international film. It's gone around. Went around the world. And um, they say here in the review, um, where is it? Um, Can I say John is a crazy name for a porn? Mm-hmm. Just John? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine that the lineup comes some up. Some really awful like... stuff about the actors, which I won't read actually, because it's really mean. Um Another yawn, slow-moving scene where John's soaping himself up in the shower alone. That's <laughs> weird. Did I mention the soundtrack? Don't ask. <laughs> Frankly, despite this explicit... The soundtrack is me rubbing my hands with sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, despite the explicit man-to-man sex, I would not consider this gay film by any stretch of the... Ima- this a gay film by any stretch of the imagination. Wow. If this movie depicts what gay sexuality is really like, then I must be a closet homosexual, heterosexual. <laughs> wow brutal. Filmed entirely on location in New Zealand As evidenced by the thick Down Under accents Down Under Is that Australian? I think for people who don't who yeah. I think they just pull us all in together Certainly don't buy this Jive Turkey uh, Don't even rent it out For a sixth sense of curiosity Jive Turkey So obviously it doesn't sound great But, but curious You know I'd love to stick it out I wonder if it's on um, Neon <laughs> Everything's on Neon <laughs> Neon's so good Yeah Neon is good Um Really interesting th- stuff about that, like OnlyFans industry, right? Uh, to preface our say, us just yelling, fuck I, l- I kind of loved her getting exposed by that director when he was like, we were n- like never. She said she was doing it to research for a role in his film, and, she, and then he said, Should we get people yeah, I guess we had if a- we know. If I don't fully know this. So Bella Thorne. So Bella Thorne. She's a. What was she in? She's a former Disney star. Wow. That's why it's such a big deal. And she's kind of tipped her toes in some like naughtier stuff over time. And then this year, she joined OnlyFans. She made over $2 million. She got the most subscribers ever that the site's ever had. Um, and then people got angry because essentially the content was not adult enough. Yes. She wasn't really... Which is strange, but then... Like, it's sort of like, I guess, your body, your choice, but also if you're promising something. But then it undercuts what other people are trying to do on that site. Exactly. And then... Sex workers got upset but because they were like OnlyFans capped. Oh, they did. Yes, they did. They, did. So they capped the uh, subscription fee and they changed their paying system. The so that- donation you can do like 
you know when you can't can, people do live cam videos and you can tip them they can't yes. see that you can tip yes and also when they were paying them they would change them from like a weekly payment to like a once a month or something like that yeah to like filter some shit or whatever or because of her yes which just like ruins people's lives if they are making a living solely from, solely from OnlyFans. their OnlyFans and because I I actually I read that it also kind of like fucked up OnlyFans cash flow in terms of like being able to pay people because they had this like surplus money but they didn't actually have the money I don't know how it all works but like yeah everything got fucked up um, people were upset because it's for did I spit in your eye or you no no I was, that was me just thinking like oh god okay cool <laughs> I really was like, did I spit on you? you see, that was the most concern. It was, it was so kind of beautiful. Sorry. I was really worried. Did I, did I, it was like, did I offend you? <laughs> I guess spitting in your pie, you know, could offend someone. Uh, anyway, there was a there was a lot of articles when it was first happening just about like this could be a gateway for lots of famous people to yes. step into OnlyFans and take money away because like and because like Beyonce kind of normalized OnlyFans by shouting it out in the Savage Remix, which is so good. But then again, people were worried that it was like. You don't want to normalize it to the point where the the platform gets taken over and becomes something it's not when it is now funding people who... It's so interesting with any of this kind of stuff, right? Because, like, as soon as the thing gets more and more established, more people know about it, yeah. you begin to see the holes in what's... Because, like, when, the, when there's, like, a small community using it for the reason why they want to use it, it mm. works, you know? Because yeah. it's like, oh, you're going to give me that. I'll pay for this. And, like, it's kind of easy and self-explanatory. Like, and then when, like, more and more people come to it. Yeah. People start wanting to use it for different reasons. It gets muddy and there's no clear rules. And it's yeah. like, it spoils the fun. Which just says, well, OnlyFans was started as an alternative to Patreon. Mm. And it wasn't that OnlyFans was made for adult content. It was made without restrictions for adult content. To and be with that there. being said, we are releasing our podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, but so they like, will be nudes. Yeah, it kind of found its way to this because I think people have tried to use Patreon to do, do use this kind of mm. service before and not been able to because they banned porn on Patreon. Because then... there's been other subscription services like Just for Fans and yeah, stuff as well. But OnlyFans has really popped off, it that's feels like. One. But it doesn't have an app, does it? I feel like it's only a website. It's a website. Which is interesting. Yeah. It's like Cameo. Yeah. Cameo does, does Cameo have an app? Oh, Cameo does have an app. But they Apple take more money. They take a percentage of the cut. I learned this from Wigs really? by Vanity, who I follow. Oh um, wow! Who's that a famous drag queen in Sydney who makes lots of wigs for all the other famous drag queens in America? And um, she has a cameo account. Wow! And um, yeah, she's like anyway. I'm running it through the website. Have now you been given any cameos? Have I been given any cameos? Yeah. In my life, no. I've got one. You got one? I forgot about it. From Carson. (laughs) From Queero. (laughs) From Queero. Cycle one. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so funny. Beautiful Uh, stuff. He's in the craziest yellow jumper. Uh, Did you have a good time in Wellington? Yeah, I love it. I do love it down there. The only... uh, The hard part is if I was going to spend more time there, I don't have like heaps of friends down there that are my oh, own friends I'm not coming, you know yeah, what I'm I mean um, I read an article the other day that was like uh, people should consider moving to Christchurch because it's got everything that Auckland has but it's like half the half price, the price. To, to buy a house and I was like nah yeah <laughs> love that city but I don't I can't yeah but um, well, I think in our industry it'd be hard to live in Christchurch that's what I I was like in our industry in our industry podcasts yeah. that we do for free um, it is hard to do that and I oh, know I think I agree. Like it would have to. I think my career would have to dramatically shift. Yeah. Even in Wellington, I just this last couple of weeks, I was only there for two weeks, but I feel like I like. 
I was meant to do a voice job and they were trying to find a day and I was like, well, I'm here in Wellington all the time, anytime, so just find a studio in Wellington and then it just like disappeared and I am like, fuck, you do just like, shit, shit fucks up if you're not in Auckland, but it's so, so annoying. in conclusion, Auckland is the best city. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do love Wellington, but it's hard because all of my friends uh, lived there when they were in their early twants and now to go down there as a 31-year-old. Yeah. <sighs> Hard to say. Was that uh, hard to say? No, 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 no. Just awesome, awesome to reveal. I just hope. I wonder. I, it did actually take my breath away a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, you're 31. I'm turning yeah. 30. So there's actually two years between us. This is, you can, that's right. You are surprisingly a lot older than I am. There's a year and a half between us. When do you turn 20, 32? Sorry. Simba. Yeah, so it's almost, it's like, it's, it's still close. like it's 20 months or something. Eh, isn't yeah. It? You are surprised. You are almost three years older than me. Fuck up. I'm not even <laughs> fucking, fucking die. This is where you're going to, say you, this is where we're going to kill each other. Yeah. That seeds is, are being planned. Seeds are being planned. What's the matter? Having me? Um, it was so windy in Wellington last night though. It's a windy Couldn't city. Sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. It and it was not. I feel like your house is going to blow off the hill. Yeah. But we went up the coast. Gorgeous. Oh yeah. You got to wee look around. Yeah. I love it all down there. It is a great city. It's it an, is awesome an amazing city. city. And, and shout a- out to actually um, a couple of male gays fans came and watched <laughs> me do comedy at the Fringe Bar. Was How was it doing live comedy? Uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Same so jokes, do- new jokes. New jokes. I did the medicine two weeks in a row, which is like a new new material. Night, and I yeah did a full new. Ah. Uh, I did mostly new six minutes. I haven't written a new joke in. I think I've just like given up. Right. Yeah. I'm just like I. I don't know. This is why I feel I just feel like hours are evaporating at the moment and I don't have any tangible outcomes from the day. That's fine. Is that? It's so It's so fine. normal. We've got to normalize not doing anything and achieving anything with your day, but I just feel like I'm like, oh yeah, like I just I'm sick of that kind of like just like one o'clock to three o'clock not existing. Mm, you can't make yourself be inspired though. Inspiration's gotta come out of somewhere else. Okay, go on. Well, I think it's so hard to sit down and be like, this is the time where I write jokes and yes. then write some jokes without any provocation you or anything. Pr- you need pressure and you need like a deadline. Yeah, and you need to just be out and about living life and like doing, like, like and just experiencing. Oh, yeah. Have not been doing. <laughs> not out and about, I guess. <laughs> you need to be out and about living your life. And I would say this year I have been predominantly in bed. Like, I've been watching TV solidly in bed for like from about 8 p.m. Onwards every night. Awesome. Do you do anything with your nights? You're a party boy now. Yeah. I am a party boy now, which is hard because obviously we can't party to the full extent that you can in a normal. Yes. But with less than 10 people, you can still have a great time. Um, yeah. I think I'm drinking more, and but it's but still <laughs> oh, in like Jesus, a... Jesus, that did not sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'm drinking more. No, but I mean like, I don't know, having party nights more for sure. And I like it. I think it's fun, and um, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> I'd say I'm drinking more than I have, like say last year. Mm. But I don't. I guess like I only go out if I'm going out for dinner. But I don't really like yeah go out, you know. But I guess that thing of like what I used to do was go to the theatre, like basement theatre on a Friday night, and then hang around for a little bit longer, and that kind of felt like you had a sort of fun wild social life and that's just like yes. not happened uh, that's I was actually thinking about this today because I was like I need to be at more active in making appointments to see fr- like to hang out with friends what because what said because we're used to seeing each other every week yes and then maybe something ha- you decide to do something there like yes. springboards off that not having theatre to go and see as well I was like, it's crazy yeah 
I know it's there's nothing to go like like normally you'd be like oh, I want to see this show at basement this show at Q and I need to see this movie as well like there's all these things you got to do and no- nothing's happening it's also as revolting as it sounds like there is that thing as well where you're like I should go see it yeah and you yeah. don't want to and now I'm like I will never take advantage of that ever again like I, I will know. I will go to, I mean I'm I say desperate this now. to see any show there is some theater on at the moment oh I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so good <laughs> that is me in a nutshell have you seen um tenet no cool why not one person has come back from that film being like loved it yeah everyone's like fuck that was that was a headache yeah it's hard work but yeah don't want to see it the acting styles are really funny i'm though. craving a good flick to be honest I like know. i wish wonder woman the wonder woman was coming out oh yeah i don't know what kind of film i want i like I feel like good films don't happen anymore. Yeah, they're not coming out because of COVID. Because of coronavirus. <laughs> Call it its proper name. <laughs> I don't, when you say COVID-19, I just hear numbers. <laughs> um, what sort of film are you hoping? Like, what's your... I don't know what... I'm trying to th- actually... I think I have a kind of straight taste in cinema. Wow. Like, I love an action flick. You know, I love a good kind of war film. Yeah. Um, I love... Go see Tenet. I loved like Borg versus McEnroe. Um, what? Yeah, like loved Jesus. it. So strange. I we like currently the- watched Gangs of London on Neon. Yeah, um, and f- they're so violent, and I love it. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? I like the gayest shit. Really? I mean, the last thing I seen before Tenet was was Moulin Rouge. You know, like back at the cinema. You saw? Oh yeah, that's fun. I would. Yeah. Do- I would go see Moulin Rouge at the cinema. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I enjoyed. Oh no, I didn't. Chris just blacked out. <laughs> this room is so dark. Um, I remember seeing yesterday at the cinema um, in oh, London yeah. when you could go travel in London. Wow! And I was like, maybe I enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy that. No, I enjoyed the premise of that more. Rocket than Man. That's what I was thinking. I loved Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. I just that a Labour Party fundraiser for Shannon. I can't remember his last name, but he's the candidate in Northland, and he had a. A you had a little fundraiser screening. I love when people have screenings. At, okay, this is actually a question I had with Michael the other day. Uh-huh. What's your? F- I know you're going to answer this, so you can't answer Chicago. <gasps> what was that? Siri just Siri thought you were talking to her. <gasps> That's the, she's the murder weapon. Where is Siri coming from? Oh, is it my? It could be mine. It's, it's not me. <sighs> Where's my phone? Fuck, is there a fucking <laughs> Australian ghost in here? Hey, Siri. It's not mine. It's not mine. Oh, no. Now mine's going. <laughs> hey, Siri. S- shut up. <laughs> that was so scary. That's something like we had that. Here's what it says. Hey, Siri, it's not mine. It's not mine. Oh, no, never mind going. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favourite ever experience in the cinema? 
Well, you can't say Chicago. I'm Moulin Rouge. Because I know this. I love Chicago as well. But I, well, I famously, my dad took me and my sister to see Jurassic Park when we were too young. So I was literally four years old. Mm. And I remember it so vividly because I remember the kitchen scene and we crawled through the seats while they were kids were crawling through the kitchen away from the velociraptors. Because you were scared? Yeah. I remember watching Jumanji through the cracks of the seats because I was scared of the monkeys. I also saw. have I talked about this before? I saw 10 things I had about you and what happened was I was so upset because I wanted to see something else that had come out. I didn't want to see that movie for girls, basically. Uh, me, cl- closeted homophobic 12-year-old, cried, 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 cried. was like, I don't want to go. They made me go and I absolutely love the film <laughs> right away. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. Imagine thinking you're going to hate... <gasps> I thought of a very memorable film experience. Great. You took... Me and your girlfriend to a smoothie and you didn't give us any context as to what it was. And you were like, come on, we're going to see this film or whatever. And like, Brittany dragged me along and I was like, what is this film we're going to go see? And she's like, oh no, it's something that Eli's picked out. And I was like, this is so weird. I mean, you must be while you're working at Hornby or something because yeah, you got free yeah. tickets. It was across the universe. Oh, wow. I would have been so excited. <laughs> and we had no idea what it was. And I think you were so excited you didn't tell us anything. We didn't know what it was. And watching that film with zero context and just being like, is this a musical? Like, we were just like so confused. And because Brittany and I are dumb as fuck, like it took us probably, it took me 45 minutes to work out that they were all, all Beatles. Beatles songs. <laughs> yeah. Because we were like 15 or something. No. No, older than that. Older than that. But still, so, I'm so sorry that I did that to so you. Amazing. That's That's so amazing. That's a very funny. memorable film experience. Wow. But I was also going to say, I have, I have fond memories of seeing, um, very problematically so, Sorority Boys when I was like 15. Wow. It was my first like M-rated movie. And I remember being like, it was just like a laughing at like a comedy that was, but I think it's a, it's a bad film. Yeah. Hindsight, you know. I saw this, I saw Spy, Melissa McCarthy's Spy in a cinema and people were just losing their minds it was just full of joy everyone was laughing so much and i was like this rocks michael talks about an experience of i hope he doesn't mind me sharing his story but um he listens to the podcast um as i found out (laughs) um where he saw the simpsons movie with all of whangarei boys together and he was like it was just like he's like it's the only time he ever felt connected with my school seeing the simpsons movie because everyone was like laughing together which um doesn't bring me to, but another very memorable film experience I have was me seeing Spy Kids 3D. And I watched it accidentally like three times because I got like invited within like two weeks to like different movies with friends to go see Spy Kids 3D. Yeah. And to the point where, because it was the red and blue glasses. Oh, yeah. I thought I had permanently damaged my eyes because if I looked through one, everything was tinted red. And if I looked through the other, everything was tinted blue. And I like, it fucked me up. Yeah. That's crazy. It's so bad. I was like, I'll never, I'll never see a three D movie again. I remember when I turned eighteen. Um, or no, you don't. Seventeen. So <laughs> fuck you. It um, is over ten years ago. I, that is haunting. I but me, I all my friends came around for a birthday party. And we're all hanging out and was it was I having a great time. No, no, no. Before I knew you. Um, before <laughs> I knew you. Wait a minute. Um, so it must have been sixteen or seventeen, maybe. It wasn't your eighteen. You was I at your eighteenth? You were at a party. Yeah, maybe that at was your my nineteenth. 
I remember I was wearing Katie the worst was there. shirt. Katie Cohen was there. I saw her recently. Same. Shout out. I had a burnt face. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I want to find out what the film we saw was. So what happened was we had a birthday party. There was like a fun activity. I can't remember. Maybe laser tag. And then we're like, I want to hang out at home and like just chilling out. And then um, we realized that King Kong was coming out that night. King Kong? Must be my 17th birthday. It's 2005. Peter Jackson's King Kong. Peter Jackson's King Kong. So God, I honestly thought that came out last year. No, so long, so long. You've lost your mind. You made all the Hobbit movies since then. Um, and then I was like, "Should we go to the midnight screening?" And I'm then freaking out about time. All of my friends were like, "We sh- yes." We all agreed to, it, and then we all stayed and hung out for ages. Cool. And we all went to King Kong, and we loved it. <laughs> and I still, like, still part of me thinks King Kong is an amazing movie, even though I feel like maybe it isn't. But. I, remember I thought to- Naomi Watts deserved an Oscar, <laughs> and I was so passionate about it. <laughs> wow, it's yeah. so nice. I remember used to go to like often go to Burger King before watching it. I think I got Burger King before I saw Stuart Little, and then oh. got the toy. No, I went to a movie, saw Stuart Little, went to Burger King, got the toy from Stuart Little at Burger King Look. back when they had the BK Kids Club. Cool. Remember, do you yes, remember that? I remember that. That's very- sick. I love the I love the taste of Burger King. I love. Have you had the um the chicken burger that's not chicken? No, it's awesome. Is that it tastes great? Um, and you can actually if you use the promo code at mailcase at Burger King, <laughs> they will tell you to get the hell out. No, but they'll say what? Um, <laughs> we used to go on. I may, maybe I've talked about this already, but we used to go on individual dates with our parents. I guess because we were like a big family, so to take the whole family out was expensive. So what they would do was we had like a rotating system where each. Sunday, one of the kids would go on an individual parent date with one of our parents, and then you would like basically watch a movie and then go to Burger King and get a Hershey chocolate pie. Yeah, and then maybe get a kiss. (laughs) Kiss at the end, kiss at the door. (laughs) I I love the Hershey chocolate pie. Like it's it's good. And on my um, on my twenty. Third, fourth? I don't know. Mm. Birthday? My first my first birthday with Michael, he got me a full Oh, I pie. remember that. I remember that. That's so, um, cute. so sweet. Yeah, but I wish, I want to learn how to make it and taste and get it to taste like, like the real the shit because it's fucking so delicious. Good. So good. Oh, if I can give a shout out I to want one a now. really good ice cream. Have you heard the Reese's Pieces ice cream that's available? I don't like peanuts. <sighs> I don't like peanuts. We are, we are, you don't like peanut butter. We've had this conversation. Maybe on the podcast? Yeah. Or maybe in real life. Which is because this isn't real life. This isn't real life. This what we're listening right now is a fantasy. A fantasy we both kill each other. We <laughs> <laughs> make out and then kill each other. Um, I yeah I I see. What do you like better, McDonald's or Burger King? Such a fucking dumb podcast. I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. I, I hate think I like this. McDonald's. I love a quarter pounder. I love the variety of McDonald's. Now I would say though that BK has a distinct flavor that I enjoy, and that's yeah, I think like so too. And I love like a BK cheeseburger for that reason really? but even though i will always like i think mcdonald's cheeseburger is better do you know what i had today oh so hard to say i would say that burger king has maybe more flavor but i enjoy the mcdonald's one more mcdonald's has got such a distinct god flavor. it's a great question i wonder what people actually do prefer yeah. shout out in the comments below and make sure you tag at mail <laughs> bk2020 i'd say by the fact that mcdonald's has more stores and burger king has started to go under in new zealand's after COVID. um really well but yeah they shut a bunch of stores after the first lockdown uh, me not really whistling <laughs> today for lunch because i 
So my plane got stuck in the tarmac for an oh. hour and a half. An hour and a half on the so tarmac. Long, hard, and yeah. then uh, everything was pushed late. And then I had um, not very long before the dentist. Um, in fact, and I was late for the dentist. So then they got brought some, in the I've next person. Dental, I've got some dental news for you after great, this. Great, great, great. They brought in the person who was meant to be after me because they were actually there earlier than me. And then I went and got. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go eat something. So then I had lunch. And oh, then God. I had a mince and cheese pie. I reckon for the first time in about six years. Irvin's? Uh, just from the bakery next door. No idea who who made the pie. Oh, yeah, and it <laughs> yeah. was crazy. Do they they make? It's and here's an interesting thing. It's interesting that like bakery pies all taste the same, the same. but they make them. Like, it's so funny to think of them rolling out the pastry and filling up the meats and like yeah, yeah like they're making like a mince back there, maybe making a mince like mashing up. Well, are they? Uh, where are they getting their meat? mints from? They're like a jelly meat from. I don't I'm sure you can buy. I'm sure they buy a bunch of mints. And probably Ir- a bunch of pre-made pastry. And Irvin's mince pie, like or like in the pie warmer at like a dairy, is like such a distinct <sighs> yeah. hit for me. Like it kind of it kind of feels rude. Like I used to eat them sort of in. A, Eddie and I used to. My friend Eddie, you know him. Um, yeah, our friend Eddie. I, I think there's many, the, many for the listeners. That one um, <laughs> when we used to walk back from school. We used to go past a dairy, and if we hit four o'clock, even though the walk from school, like, honestly, is like 20 minutes. It used to take us like an hour and a half for some reason, because it was this gas bag of ducks. Yeah. Um, and if it was if we hit four o'clock, we got free pies. That's awesome. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be great, and sometimes they would be revolting, like steak and mushroom or kidney. So, or whatever. Sometimes, like, especially if you go for a steak and cheese, sometimes I feel like there's whole bits where it's like, there's no meat in it. There's just this brown mm. liquid. Gelatin. Gelatinous. So my dental news, I might go on Invisalign too. Really? Yeah. Well, Which I don't well, want well. you to feel like I'm taking... Literally That's when they're like... kind of my thing. Yeah. Literally when they were like, um, you, you could consider Invisalign. I was like, oh, it's hard. Like, Eli's just gone on his <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is sort of weird. I wonder if he feels like I'm stepping on his toes. And they're like, you could do braces. And I was like, maybe I should do braces so that Eli can have them. But then I'm like, I don't want to like overshadow Invisalign with like, yeah, Chris has braces. I, I I don't think you should do braces. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. So like, I don't want you. Why do you, free... you don't have crooked teeth to me? I have losing crazy amounts of length in my two front teeth. Wow. So the amount that I've lost in my two front teeth is what the average person loses. This is the stat they give me in a hundred years, which I'm like, show me one queen who's lasted a hundred years grading their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> give me their name. Wow. But, um, oh, is your teeth greater? Well. That's what they made me think mm. the first time I went there. And they were like, are you stressed, you know, or whatever? Yeah. And like, you grate your teeth. You need a mouth guard when you go to sleep. And I was like, oh, no. It turns out it's like the placement of my jaw means that my teeth, like these, my two front boys, uh, they lean back a little bit, knock against my teeth. And like a lifetime of wear and tear means that they're, they're just wearing up. Eventually, I have little nubs. Don't want that. No. So they're like, we can put you on a line to straighten it all out and stop that knock, knock, knocking. Wow. Um, so, very expensive. Oh, my it? God. Yeah. How long are you on the Invisalign the... journey for? Mine is um, a, a year. A year. 26 sets, sets of, of these guys. 526 sets of <laughs> And if you use um, the promo code at the male gaze Invisalign, you can get... At the <laughs> No, this is... We don't have any promotion. So, would yours be the same cost as mine? I uh, feel like it's just one flat rate, isn't it? Is it? Is it? I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I sorry. think we should say the amount. Is that yes. weird? It's like I think they're saying six thousand dollars. So I'm paying eight and a half thousand dollars. But my teeth were, as my barber famously said to me today during my haircut, very crooked before. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god! <laughs> How are they looking now? Pretty good. They are looking amazing. It does the trick, eh? Yeah. The craziest thing that's happened is that my whole, like, all the back teeth have gotten wider. That's what they're doing to me. Yeah, which is awesome because I always used to feel like there wasn't room enough for my tongue in my mouth, and I sort of don't get ulcers on the side of my tongue. I get those too. That's probably why I get them. Yes, I think that's what happens. I actually was going to say it to my dentist today, and then I was like, maybe I'm making it up, and I'm. I've been narrow. Wrong. Upper thing. Yeah. If they're going to bring it out wider, I've got the illustration in my car because yeah. you know, they gave me a, a leaflet. And I was like, who gives a leaflet? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it, it's just like sitting in the back of my car. And it kind of reminds me of like my school bag, you know, when you oh, get like wow. a newsletter and you just like chuck it in your bag and it'd be there for like four months. Yeah. And it might be stained with a muffin. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they're going to, yeah, widen the gap. Sick. That'd be sick. My friend Sarade, um, a great actor, if you're looking to hire one. Uh, <laughs> we've name dropped Katie Cohen, Eddie, Brinley, Michael, Sarade. Sarade's on Invisalign as well. And she showed me recently, I think she's reached kind of the halfway point. And they, she sent me, she was like, do you want to see something gross but awesome? And she sent me like, the gifts of uh, her original, because they take close-up photos of the photos and how they've wow. changed. I'm also going to awesome. get my teeth widened. Really? But I'm paying for it. Because I think that's the one I think I can't... The sponsor post I could never do is the teeth whitening one, weirdly. Because I'm like, that's like the sign you are an influencer. It is. It's HelloFresh or that teeth whitening. (laughs) And so I was like, I'll pay for it. But it's expensive. But they're like, the lady, there's this like amazing... I got a Lumino on Dominion Road. Same. Oh, is there a really fun behind the counter um, computer... (laughs) Secretary. There's a couple of fun of- girls. Yeah, she's like young and blonde. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, she's like, you're going to love it. Later, I was like, is this your first time? She's like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. You're gonna- I just got mine done. I love it. I was like, you're really? really selling me on this, but apparently it hurts a little. I'm scared. How much is that? Do you-, you don't have to share that on mine. I think it's $600. Okay, okay. And how long does it last? A while, and then you can get, get like a top up. Mm-hmm. Just basically like bleaching the teeth, you know? Wow. So, like, if you've got sensitive teeth, they're like, do you have sensitive teeth? And I was like, I can eat ice. And then she screamed. <laughs> she was like, ah! <laughs> so I guess... And that was your gauge, was that you can eat ice? Well, yeah. Isn't like an apple more something that we trigger by sensitive teeth? An ice cube. I can like bite an ice cube. I could do that. Yeah. You're a man. You mean, your fucking teeth are tough as fuck, man. <laughs> You're a man. You're a fucking and t- that's a man. That's, can you eat ice, man? This is our new segment. And that's, that's a man. And that makes me. In my gay opinion, <laughs> if you can eat ice, that makes you a man. Fuck yes. The um, gender binary. I do have a queen of the week. Oh, love that. Um, She's actually... The favourite author of Guy Montgomery, shout out, and he told me to read some of her books. Wow. Her name's Patricia Highsmith. She wrote Carol, which, oh. uh, uh, as you may know, is was the first queer novel to have a happy ending. I love the little doc in the thing. I, didn't, I did not know that. Yeah, huge. And so the book that I've just read, I haven't read Carol. Uh, I read- <laughs> <laughs> Does Carol have a happy ending? Yeah, it's it. kind of hopeful. I, I think it ends, I think. I haven't seen Carol. Have you seen Carol? Yeah. It's it's um it's cute. I like Rooney Mara. I <laughs> I think it's really oh, a spoiler alert if you haven't seen Carol, but also it doesn't really matter. Um, Rooney Mara is like literally behind, just said I haven't seen it. Rooney Mara works behind a, a counter, and there's kind of like they're in turmoil, and I think it ends with one of those hopeful moments where they kind of see each other, and you're like, oh, something might happen from here. Love that. Um, as opposed to like I don't know, tragedy or 
Anyway, she also Sorry, wrote- I love- Because it made me remind-, it remind Oh, I saw a, fi- a gay film that had that ending too. Oh, really? And it immediately took me to there. And then I was like working my way back. Um, I was like, what film was that? I was like, was it Jumanji? It wasn't. Carry Jumanji. on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read The Talented Mr. Ripley, which was by her. And oh. then, so I'd seen the film, remembered it loosely, knew he was kind of gay, wasn't sure. Oh, yeah. And so- the, that is the first book in a series of five and I and after I read it I was like because in the is movie well in the movie he like basically um, falls in love with a guy at the end oh, um, but then Hoth. it doesn't go well because he's a psychopath oh, no. he's a sociopath I don't know it's Mr. Ripley sociopath yeah yeah you're like huh. he's you're following his story but he's a horrible person oh. a truly horrible person he kills someone and assumes their identity that's kind of the main hook of the plot it's like you what? Why is that, that like series me? on Netflix? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clue for who will do the first kill. Oh. Uh, We're killing each other at the same time. In my mind, it's like sort of Romeo Juliet sort of scenario, or like kind of two guns at the same time. Or oh, like, one of us fakes our death, and the other one thinks we're really dead, so we kill ourselves, and then the yeah, other one. I want happen. more. Yeah, I want all that sort of shit. So people have a lot more time mm. to think about. Like we both lie in there, daggers in our hands, and people are like. How did this happen? Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. That's that would be so cool. Have I won you over? That'd be so cool. <laughs> anyway, I remember in the movie The Talent of Strawberry. He basically gets like I don't know, not a boyfriend, but like a male lover at the end. And a guy, I remember a guy that, love. A guy love. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the book, like waiting for him to meet this guy, and it never happened. And so then I went on to the Wikipedia to research more about it. Actually, that character is a very small character in the book. I don't remember who he is in the book, but they expanded it. <laughs> and the whole five book series, Mr. Ripley, Tom Ripley, Tops. never. Four dudes. <laughs> no, he never has sex with a guy, but it's always part of it. He's really like he's full of like, and therefore she's your queen of the week. Well, it's a great book. Oh, it's- <laughs> why is she the queen of the week? Because she writes good books. She writes good books. And uh, Carol was obviously oh, okay, Carol had a happy ending. Positive, positive. Yeah, great. Got it. I was worried about, and I'd love to talk to anyone out there who has read a book. Has read a book. Because this dumb fuck has that. <laughs> I was wondering because he's like and the guy he kills he's pretty much he's in love with him basically is the vibe and then he kills him and assumes his personality and so then I was like is this problematic is it saying that he's doing these murders because of um, mm. homopho- self internalized homophobic I don't know self torture or something yeah like anyway I don't know I need to read the other four books <laughs> get into it she's remind- awesome though great um, book great I love the short a- chapters oh I love the short, short chapter. chapter fuck anyone who a chapter should not be longer than Five pages at the most. You want to reach goalposts. Yeah, we want yeah. rewards. I it reminded that reminds me of um because there's I think there's a play version of it. Tell Miss Ripley and because oh, it was your movie. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah, Matt so Damon, Jude Law, and Gwyneth Paltrow. He's doing um charades. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's charades things, by the way, but he forgot there's no cameras on us. <laughs> Anywho, he um, saw the QR code. And he was like, oh, "There must be camp. This is legit now. There must be filming." Oh, no, it's a light. Anyway, um, I'm pointing at things so that no one can see in the podcast. I'm losing my mind. It's getting so much darker in it's here. It's really spooky. Anyway, um, I it's hope really it's, spooky. It's really spooky in this series. Like, I heard what you said about me. Anyway, um, <laughs> because there was a so so. This is a weird story, but um, there was a drama t- when I was at drama school. There's a teacher there who was gay. I knew. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> that's our catchphrase of the podcast is us mouthing a name silently to each other. Yeah. I can't say their names. It's dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no, Asterix mouths it loudly to his um, co anchors. We're anchors. Anyway, so. <laughs> anchors of the podcast. Anchors of the podcast. <laughs> We're both in places right now. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking news. Um, 
Um, so, fuck. Okay, so anyway, he would always, like, promote... Because you would have these, like, you know, school assemblies um, at the beginning of the week where we would, like, be like, go see the show that's on. And he'd only yeah. ever promote a show if it was gay, basically, and be like, I really loved it. Yeah. And, and like, but it took me a while to kind of work it out. <laughs> so he'd be like, you've got to go see Mates and Lovers. It's just fantastic. It's an amazing show. Mates it's on. and Lovers, what a throwback. I remember seeing that. And then I was like, what's Mates and Lovers? Then I went to go see it and I was like, this is so gay. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. And then, um, did you see the stage version of that? Yeah. And, and I like remember nudity. when I went. Yeah, it was full on. And I remember when I went because... There was maybe two women in the entire audience. Most of the audience was over. Should we put it on? Yeah. <laughs> we do mates and lovers. <laughs> and it's just us getting really uncomfortable at any moment. What is yeah, it? Great. What's his byline? Mates and lovers, uh, history of gay New Zealand. Yeah, because it was a, it was like a, the book was like kind of like uh, lots of all, all these different stories and like the history of gay New Zealand. Yeah. Right. And then the play was kind of the story of one set of gay lovers, right? Goes oh, through different time periods. I don't remember. Anyway, and he also went to go see the talent of Miss Ripley and was like, you should go see it. It's fantastic. But obviously because it was gay. Where was that on? Hannah Playhouse? No, it would have been Bats. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Popping off in Wellington when I lived back there. Throwback. Mm, gorgeous. Throw this whole podcast together. Gorgeous. Did you be going to see... No, no, I don't want to talk about that. Why? <laughs> this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> was it worse than when we said, what's your favourite movie going experience? <laughs> or when we decided what was better, cheeseburger from Burger King or McDonald's? We've got to end this podcast. It's been 47 minutes. There's got no need to drag it on any further. Yes. Um, um, so shout out to Queen of the Week. Patricia Highsmith. Read some of her books. She's really good. In my gay opinion, just getting all the admin again, ticking off the list. My gay opinion, you're not a man unless you can eat ice with your teeth. Yeah, that is the true test of gender. That's the gender reveal. Fuck gender reveals. <laughs> oh my gosh. The big fires. The big fires. The big fires. We can't, we don't even have a take on it. We're going to just say keywords. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got to end this. Anything you want to get off your chest before we go? <laughs> There's nothing left in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> He's hollow inside. Um, stay tuned for our teeth progress photos. Yes. Gifts to be dropping soon. Mm-hmm. And, and bye, bitches. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.